episode and today we are doing Hamilton and our guest is Julia Kenny, one of my best friends and Hamilton expert. Hi Julia. <laughs> Hi. Oh, I'm so honored you call me an expert. Yeah I feel like not only your best friend but an ex- expert. Hamilton expert. Yeah so be be honored. Okay so we're talking about Hamilton. We're talking about it because it's it came out on Disney Plus. We watched it and Julia's watched it more than a few times, and <laughs> I think it's just, like, a cultural phenomenon, and I think that it's a, everyone, mostly everyone loves Hamilton, so I thought, why not talk about it and impact? So, yeah. So, um, that being said, I'm so awkward right now. <laughs> Do you remember your first time, like, listening to the the soundtrack? Um, you know, I don't exactly know. I mean, it was freshman year of college, 2000. 16, 16 the fall of 2016 mm-hmm. um I have family that lives in DC and they were like over the moon about it like the entire their entire family talked about it sang the songs and it always thought it was really funny because like they were they must have been like 9 and 11 <laughs> at the time mm-hmm. and they were like singing the songs word for word rapping it and like saying all the curse That's words funny. too and I was just like <laughs> what are these kids into like I'm I'm gonna check it out and I was conveniently taking um u.s history mm-hmm. freshman year and um it was really helpful to yeah. learn the songs because a lot of the a lot of the content that i learned in the songs was on my uh were on my quizzes and stuff That's so cool. it was really fun <laughs> yeah my teacher we like bonded over like oh, nerdy yeah hamilton lovers hamilton. Ha- what is it what do they call it they call it hamil film now it's so weird i've been saying like that hashtag everywhere with mm. the movie but yeah that's cool i feel like yeah, I was never, I didn't get into it until sophomore year. Like, I was looking at people posting on, like, Twitter and stuff about, like, their, when they first the got lotteries. into Hamilton. Oh, oh, no, not, um, but I think, I think that Morgan and Tori won a lottery and they watched it in San yeah, Francisco. Yeah, they, like, they, I remember because I would, like, wake up every day and every time I had the option to enter the lottery, I would do it literally yeah. wherever. I would do it in Chicago, I would do it in New York, <laughs> I would do it in LA and San yeah. Francisco. And the fact that they won it in San Francisco and then just like bolted up there the same day, like drove nonstop yeah, till they got there. That. And then like, <laughs> didn't they like watch it? They slept in their cars too. Like they, they watched it and then like, cause they took like a, like a last minute road trip. Yeah. And they like literally parked in like a, our friend's mom's driveway, yeah, yeah. slept in their car and then went to the show like yeah. in their, in their, their clothes outfits. that they yeah. had worn for the that's past like 24 hours. That's dedication. Yeah. But yeah. No, that's like, yeah, that, I also heard about that. I just like, I was so out of the the Hamilton loop, but I like, after the, like the movie came out, I was seeing on Twitter, like all these people like talking about, oh, um, I remember my phase when I was in high school and they're like posting videos of them when they were all into it. And mm-hmm. it's like crazy because like I didn't experience that. So this is like the second wave of like, I'm like the second yeah, wave. Yeah, it's like a revival. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the second wave of the fandom, I would say, because I got into it really late. Well, better late than never. I know, right? Yeah. I feel, I'm really happy that I'm into it now. I remember you guys, we were in the car. I think we're on our way to Disneyland. And then I think, I don't, forgot who was driving, but you guys played nonstop. And I remember, like, I remember that day. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, sitting in the back of the car. I'm like, oh my gosh, this song is really cool. Like, 
it's like rap and it's and then there, like it's like so tune. many yeah show tune and it was like a mixture of all like these genres and I was like oh I love it and like hearing like all the different voices and yeah I remember you guys like playing it and I'm like oh my gosh what is this you guys were like oh it's Hamilton it was like what's that and I, I just can't believe that I didn't know anything about Hamilton like I've seen like posts of like Lin-Manuel but I never like really comprehended mm-hmm. what it was until that moment and then from there like sophomore year of college like listening to the whole album and just getting really into it and non-stop is like still my favorite song uh, and satisfied but um yeah, but, yeah so good. that was like yeah my introduction to it I remember like it was always my go-to like long drive listening mm-hmm. just because like once you once you know your word like I don't know you can just play it and sing through the yeah. entire thing just like by yourself in the car and like when I was going to college I was living less than an hour away from home and I would go home all the time like almost every weekend and I would just put it on late at night just to keep me awake because I would just like drive down the 405 just like screaming the lyrics and yeah. it was just like oh my gosh so much fun yeah I remember having to like beg people to listen to the <laughs> second act too though that mm-hmm. was like a huge um like hurdle to climb for a lot yeah. of the people who like love Hamilton now like they're like oh yeah I listened to the first half like a thousand times before I even touch like the second act yeah I love the second I act. I feel it's like so good. the second like second act is really good and I feel like there's a tonal shift like because I feel like more songs that like get me emotional mm-hmm. are in the second half and I yeah it's like a roller coaster of emotions and I feel like the first and the second are very different in like oh yeah the there's emotions. like so much exposition in the second act like yeah like so much stuff happens mm-hmm but it's still it's he, really good he's a genius yeah he I is. love him <laughs> I love Lin-Manuel's a genius he's really awesome um so yeah let's talk about just like what the musical is and um kind of like what our perspective of it is and our thoughts on it it's like it's all our own opinion everyone has different opinions about the musical and and just the people in it and everything but yeah I would say that I I really liked it it's really cool to like listen to soundtracks of musicals when you haven't seen them because you create mm-hmm. your own like setting in yeah, your head you and you just like put it all together yeah it's like reading a book and creating your own setting with it and then like seeing it come to life mm-hmm. and seeing it's like, like reading a book yeah when you only like look at the pictures yeah but like the opposite <laughs> yeah because it's just the words yeah but what's really funny is that like I was actually just look- reading an article and that was like a lot of Lin-Manuel's um intention behind like having it be a cohesive like story just in the music alone like Mm -hmm. it you can piece it together on your own just through the songs like there isn't any like part like uh monologue part where like you need that in order to understand what's going on and because he like grew up in like a a non like wealthy family he lived in Mm -hmm. new york or he lived in new york yeah i think um and but like couldn't afford to go to broadway shows but the fact that like he made something that people could enjoy without even having to see the show like people still love it and still know the story yeah yeah which is really cool yeah so let's just talk about the musical first so hamilton american musical and it like how it says simply known as hamilton is a musical with music thank you wikipedia um <laughs> and lyrics and book by lin-manuel miranda and it tells the story of american founding father alexander hamilton and it's inspired um by the 2004 biography alexander hamilton by i think that's ron churro Chernow and um like and the music sorry this is the the music draws from hip-hop and r&b pop soul traditional style show tunes 
and um which is really cool that the show also cast non-white actors as the founding fathers and other historical figures love it so i think that's just like one of the like the things that caught my eye too was just like how diverse the cast was like knowing broadway and knowing how much it does lack diversity and seeing like hamilton like the diversity in that was really awesome and like lynn like intentionally like making sure that people of color um have like have their voice and their talent be shown on Mm -hmm. broadway because like that's i've seen that multiple like throughout like just pictures of posts or just on like going to shows just seeing how how white (laughs) broadway is Mm -hmm. and so yeah and it's also really cool because like he says that like he he made it that way intentionally to portray history then with like people now Mm -hmm. so like I don't know, just to say, like, this was America at that point, but this is America now, and we're not going to change it yeah. to, like, suit your, like, white expectations. But another thing that I really love about that point is that, like, there are so many people who get really agitated when black actresses or actors are cast for, like, traditionally white roles. Like, mm-hmm. you can even see, like, what happened, like, almost a year ago with the um, the casting of The Little Mermaid mm-hmm. and how people freaked out. They're like... Yeah no Ariel is white and she has red hair and like this really shows like no doesn't doesn't matter like George Washington was not like a mixed man yeah um but it's okay that he isn't portrayed like that in this musical and it still like works you still appreciate the character now Mm -hmm. uh, versus like the character then you know like it's it doesn't take away from Mm -hmm. the meaning and the like the I don't know it doesn't take away from the story at all so yeah boom take that racist yeah and i think it's really cool for like um for kids or people who want to get into broadway and them like seeing how diverse the cast is and just like believing like oh yeah like i have a i have a chance at doing this like seeing how diverse the cast is and like knowing like oh that could be me yeah and i think i think that's such an important part for like future generations to know like they're like broadway like you change the way broadway can look if that's Mm -hmm. your dream you know and so I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And it also, like, I don't know, it just goes to show, like, Lin-Manuel did that. Like, yeah. at, like any any other, like, playwright can do that, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's yeah. not like you have to stick to the status quo. Like, this guy, he did something different, and, like, people loved it. And, like, so can you if you are, like, writing a piece or, like, yeah. directing something. Like, you have the ability to, to open that up to, like, diverse actors and actresses. Yeah. And he did that so intentionally. Like, he knew what he was doing. Uh, and I love him. It was He's really great. cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Okay, but back to the story. <laughs> yeah, back to the story. <laughs> um, yeah, so it said here, like, Hamilton has been described as being about America then, as told by America now. That's um, what it says? Yeah, it says it on there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. For a second, I was like, oh, was she reading it from that part? <laughs> um, from its first opening, Hamilton received critical acclaim. The show premiered at the Public Theater Off-Broadway on February 17th, 2015. Um, it was sold out. Uh, it won eight uh, Drama Desk Awards, and then it transferred to the Richard Rogers Theater on Broadway on August 6th, 2015. And at the 2016 Tony Awards, Hamilton received a record-setting 16 nominations and winning 11 awards, including Best Musical. And it received the 2016 Pul- was it Pulitzer Prize? Pulitzer. Pulitzer. Okay, you could say that Pulitzer Prize. It won the drama. Pulitzer Prize. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, like, when I was getting into it, like seeing how, like the amount of Tonys they won and how yeah. many like they were nominated for. Like that's incredible. That's like 
that's like you know you're doing something right and like you're changing <laughs> the world when you're doing that um but yeah so basic uh I'm, i keep saying so basically catching myself say that so yeah it went it's on it's not it was supposed to be at the pantages in march so hamilton's still going on and i really wanted to see it then i know <laughs> but Knowing how things are going right now, I'm not Miss Rona. Yeah, Miss Rona. She wanted the stage all to herself. I know she did. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's obviously still doing very successfully on and off Broadway. So the musical uh, details Hamilton's life in two acts, and and it has a lot of uh, historical characters on there and you learn to like you'll see them and then you see them play like two characters i mm-hmm. remember like listening to it at first and i was like i'm kind of confused because lafayette sounds just like thomas jefferson what's <laughs> happening and yeah so just seeing that i think that's really cool that they like play two p- characters and it's super cool yeah we were watching it yesterday and my dad like at the end of it he was like oh my gosh he has an affair with all three sisters <laughs> and i was like no like he's he's married to one he like loves one another and then the other girl is not a sister yeah like, they're not even though it's play- and it was so hard to explain it to him i was like they're played by the same person but they're different characters mm-hmm. in one act and the other and yeah he just wasn't getting it it is kind of confusing like seeing them like twice but obviously playing two different characters but you have to figure that out on your own while you're watching it it's like yeah. oh this isn't peggy anymore but yeah so let's talk about act one okay so it starts on alexander hamilton yeah um i don't know i really like this one the first time i had seen it like i don't know really watched it live was the video of him um i don't know what it was at but it was he sang it for uh michelle and barack obama Mm, yeah yeah oh my gosh and it was just so cool and he like opens it up and he's like this is a man throughout history and he has just like embodied hip-hop and everyone was like alexander hamilton hip-hop like doesn't make any sense but I don't know. I just think it's super cool. Like a lot of hip hop artists and rappers, like literally like they save themselves from their, their like whatever situation they're in with their words. Like mm-hmm. they wrap themselves um, into a better place than where they started. Like mm-hmm. people like Tupac mm-hmm. and uh, you know, like Biggie. Yeah, yeah. Biggie. Like, I don't know. A lot of people. Yeah. But that's literally what he did. Like he was in, he was in, um, a place of oppression and like just disaster and he wrote his way out of that from nothing to like literally being a founding father in yeah. a, a, like the greatest nation ever yeah no i agree that's that's really cool yeah i think like the fact that the dialogue is in like the lyrics and the songs and you have to really unpack it through the song is really cool and you have to listen to it multiple times to really Mm -hmm. understand what like he's telling and like the story that's like being unfolded and so it's cool to just like you have to listen over and over again and then like oh i get it now that's like that happened i've done that like 50 times like oh i get it now with like other songs i'm just like this Mm -hmm. makes more sense now and then having it on like the screen now you like you can really piece together yeah Yeah. it's a little easier to do that so from um so it goes from alexander hamilton and then he arrives wait but i have one more thing i want to say yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) okay um but like you said how like as you listen to it over and over and watch it over and over like you kind of um learn more things Mm -hmm. um i was watching it yesterday and i literally like freaked out and I was like oh my gosh I've never noticed this before but in the first song when when they're going through the characters like um 
we we fought with him me yeah. I died for him me I loved him me you know all that stuff mm-hmm. um like another cool thing about the character or the actors playing two characters like like Anthony Ramos playing um Philip Philip and Lor- Lawrence. Lawrence yeah um when he said like me I died for him like both, both. of those characters yeah. died and then like another cool thing was um uh david diggs and like the other guy mm-hmm. i don't know his name i'm really sorry is it the guy who plays hercules yeah, yeah yeah but they also play so they play hercules and lafayette yeah who literally fought alongside alexander hamilton mm-hmm. but they also play jefferson and madison yeah. who fought with him like opposition like they fought against each other mm-hmm. and then i don't know it's just like super cool to like see those parallels and like i don't know like it is lin-manuel he knew that like yeah. he, he made that purposely like yeah yeah that's i feel like throughout the whole movie like watching it i'm like holy crap like he thought about every single thing like how does someone's mind do that i was just kind of blown away with like his mind like how did how did you do that like you wrote every all these lyrics you i'm just like i can't even explain it because i think it's so incredible how he just like like created this whole story well obviously didn't like it's coming from like history but like writing did have take some liberties yeah Yeah. and like like explained it through a song and i'm like Mm -hmm. how did you do that that's just it's so good yeah and it's funny is that like that's exactly what alexander hamilton was too like he was a genius in his time Mm -hmm. like considered so many so many things before like even speaking about them you know Mm -hmm. like all that stuff so it's funny that it takes a genius to portray a genius yeah i don't know no i agree they're like they're a match made in heaven yeah um okay so after um alexander hamilton the next song that comes up is aaron burr sir and so what would like what are your thoughts on like that yeah (laughs) um i don't know it's like cool because like you it's like these two people meeting who should be best friends or should like click so much because they have a lot in common they're both orphaned Mm -hmm. they're both like trying to make their names in the in the new world um but yeah but somehow they just can't get along yeah um Lin-Manuel in one of his interviews like he's I think it was the book that I was reading actually he envisioned it in his head like Harry Potter meeting Draco for the first time like like two guys that are like peers um and kind of have the same history, same, I mean, not really same history as whatever, but like enemies meeting and like instantly like understanding like, oh, we're not on the same team, you know? Yeah. But it's like, you could have been on the same team, yeah. but it's just like pride and like selfishness, like that always like gets in the way yeah, of that. And power. S- power. Yeah. That's like what was frustrating to watch too. I'm like, oh, like, and then at the end when he's talking about like, there was like room for both of us kind of like, mm-hmm. And that just, like... Kind of realizing you're wrong too late. Yeah, way too late. (laughs) Yeah, so from Aaron Burr, we go to My Shot. I think that's, like, one of the most popular songs for sure. Oh, yeah. I remember, like, before I really knew what Hamilton was, like, hearing that song and not being sure where it came from. (laughs) But, but yeah, so that... That's kind of like where we get introduced. Don't we get introduced to yeah, Aaron Burr, Lawrence, and Lafayette, and Mulligan through all of like yeah, the th- like the bundle of songs, and then they affirm their revolutionary goals to each other through the story of tonight, and then from oh, I love that one. Yeah, That's such a fun, cute song. I like that one. And then meanwhile, wealthy sisters Angelica, Eliza, and Peggy go into town seeking out potential suitors. So that's the Skylar sisters. I think that song is. 
I think it's like one of like the most fun ones and I think it's cool you see like their person you don't get a lot of time with Peggy and you do get a lot of time with Eliza and Angelica but I love that like that song because it gives you like a little like a, a little look into like their personalities uh-huh. especially like peggy like you can tell like with her mannerism she's like the little sister she's like a little spoiled like, trouble yeah, yeah troublemaker <laughs> and like seeing how angelica is very like i want to like create my own rules like i yeah. like talking about oh like i have to like marry rich and just kind of like um angelica makes her own rules yeah angelica makes her own rules like more independent and just kind of like oh like i don't i don't want to like married like some guy but she ends up just marrying some rich dude anyway but just like trying to she wants like a seat at the table yeah and like that's kind of like what her goal is for her and her sisters like she loves her sister so much and I think that's one of my favorite parts too just seeing how much she loves Eliza through through it all Mm -hmm. that's like the real love story yeah honestly even at the end when like she comes back during um hurricane i don't know what song that is but she comes back she's like i'm not here for you like where's my sister yeah yeah like that relationship i was like oh that is so cool to like yeah yeah and it's fun because like we both grew up in a house full of girls Girls, yeah yeah just like looking out for each other and like also when you have like a like a majority female family i feel like you're a lot more open to like talking about female issues and like Mm -hmm. why women's voices are important and like why we should be yeah included in the sequel of the yeah you know yeah i think that's yeah that was true i think that's why it is like one of my favorites too just yeah. like having sisters so and seeing like yeah like that power of love with your sisters like you even see it in frozen like that that power is so like mm-hmm. precious and that love is just there forever so yeah i that's why i really like like that song and then from there we go, um, this is a guy from The King that Samuel Seabury warns everyone about the dangers of Congress, right? Mm-hmm. And then... I also love that song. I just... Yeah. It's very like, sometimes, I'm, I don't know if people are going to get mad at me <laughs> for this. Like, those little parts remind me of like Shrek the Musical, like with Lord Farquaad's like people <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> or like, even in like the movie Shrek when he like comes out with the, the scroll, The scroll right? like rolls down. Yeah. yeah. That's like, I thought about that for a sec. I was like, that's kind of funny. <laughs> but it's so cool because like, I just love the the layering of like Samuel Seabury's voice and then um, Hamilton just like singing over each other. And, yeah. Like, sometimes they're like, they like sing the same words and stuff i don't know it's just it's just that's really cool. always like blown my mind like seeing when like when that happens when like two or three people are singing over each other uh-huh. and like how do you not end up singing the other person's I know, like I lyrics? always do that i'll like sing it in my car and then i'll like switch back and yeah forth. like how do you do that like live in person in front of people like how do you not like con- get confused and like just sing another part of the song oh my gosh I, like the entire time i was watching it every single time um leslie odom jr comes out and he's like how does a bastard orphan yeah. and i'm like how does he know which he's, songs yeah which next? one like, <laughs> like he has he ever just like messed up on the words like i don't I know wonder. it but he's so confident he's like flawless. nobody would have under like nobody would have like caught it yeah yeah props to him he's he's really incredible in this um so that he so sammy sammy wands okay this samuel seabury um so he, this guy warns everyone about the dangers of Congress, but Hamilton disagrees and tries to counter Seabury, and that's um, Farmer Refuted. Is this, is this a song you said you liked when we were... You said you liked a lot of songs, but I remember I on know, the I, couch... I feel like every single time a, like, a new scene happens, I was like, oh my gosh, I love this song, but... Yeah. I do like that one. It's good. Yeah. And then King George comes and insists on his authority, and he sings You'll Be Back, and I think... 
like, I, I've seen, the, like, a clip on YouTube of Jonathan Groff singing it on stage. I think it was just for, like, a little, like, um, press. teaser. Yeah. Teaser, like, years ago just for Hamilton and seeing, I remember, like, the screen. It's, like, him and he's, like, super sweaty and he's singing and he's in all, like, his whole costume. Yeah. That's so much. Yeah. So much cloth and, all like, over you on the stage. Lights on the you. lights. Yeah. And <laughs> just the pressure of, like, having to sing. And he I, does it flawlessly. Yeah. He though. does it amazingly. And I think he's, like, I, like him and these parts because i'm like oh he's like not even in it but when he shows up he for sure steals the scene yeah and especially when he spits in your face (laughs) he's like he just like every time he came up to sing he like spits very dramatically but i love the emotion and like but it's so like in character like Mm -hmm. king george is crazy like he was he was wild and he just like embodies that so much like when he's like no don't change the subject like all angrily and then he's like oh happy my favorite subject. <laughs> yeah that's, yeah that's like i don't know i was actually doing a lot of research on like royals and stuff and they they all had like a lot of mental instability because of all the inbreeding yeah so this makes sense makes, now it adds up yeah it was just funny to see like his personality in it and like you just saw like this guy's like a spoiled like jerk like king george like oh, he yeah. just knew and then like the way he would like rock across the stage on his strut the the like oh my gosh the model walk got yeah, me so yeah i wasn't and expecting it, honestly it. like when i was first listening to like the whole album like through i would always skip his songs i'm like Ugh, like they're all kind of the same they're all the same but yeah. when i was watching i was like i could never imagine this entire like film or like musical without Without him him doing that like it's perfect yeah and when he comes out in like um uh the adams administration and he just like is sitting there and he's like Like dancing dancing, yeah oh my gosh that was priceless (laughs) i was funny because yeah i don't know if that is that like was that planned or i have never seen it like the musical so I was like, I don't know if that usually happens, but I like that it did happen. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so that's You'll Be Back. And from there, after that, during the New York and New Jersey campaign, Hamilton accepts a position as George Washington's, it's called aide-de-camp, right-hand man. Aide-de-camp. Instead of field of, com- um, instead of field command. And then next is at the Philip Schuyler's Ball, a winter's ball, Eliza Sch- Schuyler, Oh my god. Eliza Schuyler falls hopelessly in love with Alexander, who reciprocates her feelings, and the two marry, which is during Helpless. And as Angelica suppresses her feelings for the sake of their happiness at the weddings, um, so yeah, so... Heartbreaking. Heart- this part is really heartbreaking. I This song just makes me feel every emotion. Honestly, same. How is- many times have has, like, my friend been like, oh my gosh, that guy's so cute, and, like, of course they like him. Yeah. Or they, she like... Of course, he likes her more, and then I'm just like, no, that I thought is, he was cute first. I, yeah, I feel that that is very real. And just seeing, like, the emotions through that, like, I love, um, like, how, like, transition. I remember Disney released yeah. that as, like, a trailer, like, the the intro of, um, the intro of Satisfied, and then, like, that, like, rewind part, and just going through all that was really awesome to oh see. Gosh, so cool. And just, like, yeah, that transition, like, blew my mind. It was incredible. And, yeah, I love, um... Yeah, I love Angelica, so it was really, it's so hard to, like, not, like, want to be angry and sad, but also, like, I don't She just loves her sister so much, too. I don't know. It's such, like, a marriage of emotions where you're just, like, Mm -hmm. like, she loves him, and, like, she, that's what she's wanted, like, her whole life was um, someone who's, like, constantly thinking, constantly just, like, pushing the the mission of, like, you know, changing the world. And then once that walked into her life, like, 
she lost it. And yeah. Because she loved her sister so much, she didn't, like, fight for it. Yeah. But you know what? It all works out in the end. Yeah. The part that gets me is, like, I love my, um, what is she? like, I love my sister, like, my own mind. You'll never find anyone as trusting or as kind. And, like, yeah. And just, like, her, like, choosing her sister's happiness over hers and, like, knowing that her sister is going to fall in love with Hamilton and she loves Hamilton, but pushing that aside for her was really, like, crazy. Even though, like, you know, they're letters and stuff. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but another cool thing, I don't even know if it's in this. It's not in this song, but um, their relationship, Angelica and, and Hamilton's relationship, was, like, purely intellectual mm-hmm. and emotional. Like, like nothing ever happened between them, like, so history says. But, yeah. um, but like, literally their letters, like, like how he uh, wrote to her, mm-hmm. like, my dearest Angelica with no comma. Yeah. Um, all right, I guess there was a comma. Because she talks about, like, how there, before there wasn't a comma and then yeah after but like that was that was like their entire relationship was just like this kind of like underhanded intellectual like hey i love you yeah and i love your brain like i don't know yeah but it's just a really it's a really different type of relationship yeah than like what we, what we see now mm-hmm. send nudes and all that stuff. <laughs> i want someone to write me oh, a letter okay. yeah about your intellectual <laughs> and cite hamilton or cite hamlet in hamlet. it hamlet yes <laughs> he's inside, I, don't know. I don't i don't he said shakespeare i don't know um yes macbeth is, is macbeth. it macbeth okay. it's, it doesn't come out um yet. after the wedding burr congratulates hamilton on his position as right-hand man to washington hamilton admits that he would much rather have burr's position on the battlefield and then that's the um rep- i say reprise you say reprise i feel people reprise reprise it can go either way um of s- the story of tonight uh burr reflects on hamilton's swift rise uh while considering his own career is more cautious and then that's when wait for it happens that song is just like wait for it is so good the power in that song and just like in general leslie odom jr like doing all the work like he's singing he's dancing he's singing like maybe 80 percent of the time yeah and he's dancing and like his voice never sounds shaky he sounds so clear and he's just so great at acting he won the tony for best actor deserved well deserved deserved and just like seeing like i don't i don't know i was just like blown away by that too just seeing mm-hmm. he just he's like that powerhouse and like he has he's just the talent i would say so fun fact about this song um lin-manuel manuel oh my god fun fact about this song <laughs> <laughs> lin-manuel miranda actually wrote it um on the subway oh yeah like he he wrote the first half and he like was thinking about it recorded it on his iphone and then like was on the subway to his friend's birthday party Mm. and he said he was there for like 10 minutes and then got back on the subway went home and like kept on working on the song (laughs) that's funny and just so cool actually a lot of his songs like he wrote on the go like it was either like across the country Mm -hmm. across the world in like um on his honeymoon or um in new york or like blah 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 he was going everywhere um this man his mind never stops going yeah he's yeah how do you write like you're running out of time literally for both that was of him. these men yeah he, yeah it's crazy and there are some songs that he wrote like um really quickly and some songs that took him like a year so like yeah. the first song he wrote was alexander hamilton mm. and then he didn't write another song for like a year like it took oh, him wow. like it took him a really long time to like get the second one out Ugh, but another thing that's cool about this song is like Lynn miranda knows that it's like one of the best songs he's ever written in his life and he considered like do, uh, taking burr's role instead of hamilton oh, wow. and he was like 
kind of going back and forth like do I play Burr or do I play Hamilton yeah. um but then he decided to go with Hamilton but I'm glad but Burr like has all the best songs yeah Burr does but honestly can we be honest right now yeah Wait. Lin-Manuel Miranda's voice could not hit those good yeah, notes that's as why well as as well as Leslie uh, Odom Jr. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, I don't like I. He is an artist. Yeah, Leslie. Like, uh, Burr doesn't have any like big rapping parts other than like the little things yeah. he does. But but he the way he sings is so beautiful. And yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, Lin Manuel. I couldn't have done. He would have done a good job. Yeah, but he's good. You know, we'll we'll give him his props for all the other. He got things the he Tony. Does. He got the Tony. He's yeah, good. so it's fine. Um. Okay. So after wait for it, we go into um. I'm not gonna say that. So. Next, I don't know how to like transition sometimes, so wait for it. Oh, so the next song after that is Stay Alive. As conditions worsen for the Continental Army, Hamilton aids aids Lawrence in a duel against Charles Lee, who had insulted Washington. And so like these like duels, I just like have so many questions about like in (laughs) history, like why was this okay why to was do? this a thing like you could just like duel someone and if you kill them okay like no consequences like that it yeah. was just like i don't well like, at, after a certain point it became illegal which is good like why was it even a thing in the first place to like yeah. and why did like like leaders of our country participate in them like, <laughs> i don't get it yeah men yeah like the pride like the, i think it's just i had to do with like the pridefulness like oh like you said something bad about me let's like, duel like you're not better than me like just just pride and yeah how like why can't you just like are. beat each other up why did it involve or guns? just do like just play like a do a rock paper scissors like best <laughs> two out of three like you don't need to shoot people or like just that. like come to a decision like like where's the compromise? compromise yeah exactly like yeah. there's no compromise it's just like no like i we just have both like too much pride to just apologize yeah and it's but i mean also to, like a lot of the times duels like would end up with like um misfires and people would be like fine like yeah majority of the time those those guns that they had like barely worked yeah yeah but just worked but still it's stupid uh okay so from stay alive we go into 10 dual commandments uh already yeah stay alive 10 dual commandments which is based on a oh my gosh never mind let me i'm not gonna say it because i don't know but it's based on this like rap song and it's called the 10 something i'm gonna look it up okay look it up um and then um hamilton is temporarily suspended by washington and that's meet me inside over the duel and is sent home there eliza reveals that she's pregnant with their first child and asks hamilton to slow down to take in what has happened in their lives what okay so it? the 10 dual commandments um takes a structure from big's 1997 mm-hmm. song 10 crack commandments oh which is cool. cool. There are actually a lot of um, of like '90s R&B hip hop. Mm-hmm. I've references. noticed that in a so lot of cool. songs, and just like some parts of the songs, like have the same beats and kind of like mm-hmm. some very familiar to like like modern hip hop songs. Yeah. Um, I think I I don't or even know. like that. If you don't know now, you know. Yeah. Or like um, what's the other one that they do? Oh, I don't even. Oh, what is it? Such a blunder. Sometimes I even wonder why I even read the thunder. Like that's mm-hmm. that's from um another hip-hop song yeah that i forget the name of because <laughs> not into 90s hip-hop that much i think that's cool though like it does feel like sometimes parts are sampled from um oh songs. yeah just cool um okay so we do 10 dual commandments and then after that um when eliza reveals that she is gonna be pregnant 
when she um when eliza reveals that she's pregnant with her first child and asks hamilton to slow down to take in what has happened um that's where she thinks that would be enough and oh, that song's also so sad yeah i think yeah that's how you can tell she really loves him and just like wants him to just, just also stop. at this point in the in the thing like in the thing hello at this point in the in the musical i'm considering like would angelica have been a better fit for him because mm-hmm. like because Eliza's just begging him to be, like, a part of her life um, and to, like, I don't know, kind of take in, like, the, the average, like, father-husband figure. Um, but I feel like Angelica really just wanted someone who was going to, like, like a mover and shaker. Someone's yeah. going to, like, make a difference. And, like, at that point, like, where she's saying, like, could I be enough? I feel like Angelica wouldn't have said that. Yeah. She would have been like, go for it. Yeah, I agree. I think I can see that. Like, yeah. she would have, like, she liked that advent, the adventure of that and just, like, the, like, idea of, like, changing history and stuff. And I feel like Angelica, yeah. I do think Angelica would have been but the good fit. But they loved each other. But and Eliza and Hamilton loved each other yeah. a lot. Yeah. She loved him. Um, so after that, um, Lafayette persuades France to get involved in the colonist side, guns and ships. And oh my gosh, guns and ships. That's is a good so one. Good. This is so fun. And can you just imagine, like, there, that song is so, like, technically hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm pretty sure, I, I don't even remember what the number was, but there is something like 20,000 words in that song. Yeah. With an average of, like, 160 something words a minute yeah it's because david diggs is like the most talented person to ever walk this yeah, planet he's, he's so incredible. amazing he's yeah. doing all that he's like his dancing accent, his ass off oh my gosh can i the, curse on here whatever yeah. he's dancing and he's like running up and down the stairs and he's rapping with the french accent. yeah like, it, that's not easy he I'm sorry. is so talented i remember when i like first got into hamilton and i was like looking at the cast and like just like i was like trying to read up like what they all like have done and stuff and i was just like i fell in deep love with david diggs and then i was like on youtube like seeing him. his like live performances and like he was on talk shows and he like raps this song i think on it's like on jimmy one of the one of the, one of the jimmy's, jimmy's with like the shows. unimportant like not great shows um <laughs> oh but he was on one of the like the jimmy shows and he was rapping and it was like i was just like this isn't this is a talent like he's incredible and he has mm-hmm. his own music and stuff too and it's really good he's just like such a fast rapper and like nobody can do that like only he can do that and he's so talented and like yeah he's and he's so like good. such a like i don't know he does like he has so much like poeticism in him yeah too. like and just the way he delivers everything it's just like wow this is like yeah and i think one of my favorite things i keep saying that because there's a lot of my favorite things of this uh, musical but seeing him like in the background when he's like when he's listening or like singing in the background of songs like he's bobbing his head and like yeah, his body is like moving with like, the rhythm go like he's never stopped he just gets so into like the music too and he's just like bobbing his head he's like okay okay and yeah i think he he's one of my favorite actors in this just because you see his like he goes from lafayette to jefferson and he just like every time he's on that stage he just demands stage presence and he gets it like you just can't take your eyes off of him and just like the way he carries himself he's just incredible like Mm -hmm. a star a star is born um (laughs) from that from lafayette um into this goes into battle of your town already uh not i think sorry let me um guns and history ships. has eyes on you yeah so after guns and ships um he we go into history has its eyes on you and so washington agrees but explains to hamilton 
who was convinced that he should die a martyr and a hero and war that he should be careful of his actions because what he would had whatever a baby. He, yeah whatever he does will be known f- like he'll be known for for ages to come so yeah history has um its eyes on you just knowing that like your legacy is important what yeah. you do and people are going to look back at that but also like i don't know i was always kind of confused with his like desire to fight and to die a mm. martyr like like how are you going to make a difference in the world if you're dead i mean he, you're going to i mean like obviously like your your death is like i don't know it's it's like a part of something bigger but mm-hmm. like with a brain like his like he was asked to be a part of something bigger and like he was still like no i want to fight and he'd like i want to i'll be okay with like dying in battle kind of that mindset yeah um which is really interesting really interesting uh, at the siege of yorktown hamilton meets up with lafayette to take down the british revealing that mulligan has recruited was recruited as a spy helping them figure out how to trap british and the british and win the war and so that's york yorktown that the world turned upside down love that yeah there is actually so hercules mulligan's um uh part in this mm-hmm. in that song where he's like busting out he's like yeah um that was actually intended to be in my shot but it oh. got like taken out and put in here that's i feel like it works better here like it's yeah. perfect in here because it also like goes along with the fact that like his spying mm-hmm. is like it's doing something big and especially in this in the scene like yeah yeah it makes more sense and soon after the victory at Yorktown, King George asks rebels how they will succeed in governing on their own. So what comes next? I think this is the one where he spits. <laughs> I don't remember. He spits a lot in yeah. both. But he's so, I think it's just to see his power. Like it's such, I, I just, it's, it's I think so it's funny necessary. how he's like so petty. He's like, yeah. he's like, you'll be back. Yeah. Oh, you're not coming back? Okay. well how are you gonna you're not gonna do it well yeah and he's like i'm, gonna, I'm gonna continue killing like, this like, guy's gonna do it. yeah he's just so like angry that and his they left and his smirks like in between like words and like his stares on like the way he moves his eyes you're just like this guy's like jonathan Graff just knows what to do he's so funny he's so talented i think it's what one real real quick rant about jonathan Graff. um the fact, um, the fact that he only got one song in the first Frozen and it was a 30 second song, Reindeers Are Better Than People, and people were just like, who's this guy? He has a good voice, but he was so underused. He should have had like three songs because he is so talented. He is so Frozen. talented. I'm glad he gets more shine in Frozen 2. Um, yeah. And I'll always will be in my heart, Jesse St. James. Okay. So after... Oh, we got a little off topic. I know. I'll probably get that. So <laughs> Lafayette returns to France with, um, with plans to inspire a little bit. Lafayette com- returns to France with plans to inspire his people to have their own revolution. So I believe is this during the time of um like Marie Antoinette and King Louis, like them like going down because he was talking about like the French Revolution, so. and so I was confused on like the French Revolution. It happens after or during the time when it they get like guillotined. It happens a, f- a little while after. Okay, I wasn't sure. I was. I like, think like maybe a decade. I don't know. Oh. Let me look. Because that's why I was like, oh, like, they're going to have a French Revolution. I was like, okay, then then the the monarchs are probably dead now. I don't know, guys. I'm not, like, I don't really know history that well. French Revolution started in 1789. Okay. So when did this happen? When did the Battle of Yorktown happen? 1781. Okay. So this is, well, it was a long, right? It was a long process. So I feel like. Battle of Yorktown. 1781 yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's how it goes so i think that was like the beginnings of the revolution and then hamilton's son philip is born and while burr has a daughter theodosia and the two tell their children how they will do anything to protect them do you uh, theodosia such a good song uh-huh. i love that song you should listen it may probably have but 
the viewers, the listeners, mm-hmm. should listen to Chance the Rapper and Francis the Lights version. Oh, I haven't. You haven't? No. So, like, what's funny is that, like, there's a whole other album, and it's called, like, um... It's, like, the remix the Hamilton, album. The Hamilton mixtape. And yeah. that was, like, that was Lin-Manuel's, um, like, um, initial goal for, mm-hmm. like, he read, he read this book about Hamilton. He's like, oh, this would be such a cool, like, story mixtape. And, like, he envisioned someone, like, um john legend and um common being like a mm-hmm. you know like people like that and it's super cool it features like alicia keys and sia in it too yeah and, like, sia. A lot of people are in it yeah yeah and john legend is in it yeah but he like had these these well-known artists like in his head as these characters and he's like it'd be so cool if like these these celebrities could like tell their tell this one man's story yeah but in the end he like decided that he wanted to make him to a musical yeah Obviously, great choice. And um, then the, the... But it's still cool. The, 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 the mixtape's really good. Yeah. I've heard a few songs on there. I haven't listened to all of it, though. It's fun if you, like, want to sneak some Hamilton into your your friend's ox chord. Yeah. You're like, oh, let really me just good. play some, some <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. Psych, it's Hamilton. It's Hamilton mixtape. After Dear Theodosia, Hamilton receives the word that his friend Lawrence has been killed in a seemingly pointless battle after a war that... Because after the the war was won, and, like, that's what I I didn't catch in listening to it. I guess I just had to see it, like, because well, it's not it's die. not in the, it's not in the um, original release. Okay, um, that makes sense. Album. Yeah. I was like, what the heck, like, he just died for nothing. And I know, isn't that so stupid? Yeah. After the so war upset. ended, there's still, like, yeah. battles going on that didn't get word that the, bat- that the war had been won. Yeah, that's really Honestly, sad. Honestly, like, you got, but, like. It makes you think that it probably happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Just, like, word doesn't get to people yeah. soon enough. And then, like, there's a needless loss of life there, mm-hmm. which is really sad. Um, but the fact that, like, um, this was left out of the released album mm-hmm. is really cool because, like, it's, like, a special thing that the, only the audience gets. Um, and I don't know. It's super cool. Yeah. I have – let me see if I can find this thing that I screenshotted. Um, okay, here's this. It says, like, when, when Lin-Manuel Miranda was asked, I feel like I'm never saying his name, right? Like, I'm always, like, mumbling it every single time I say it. When Lin-Manuel Miranda. (laughs) Okay, anyway, when he, um, is asked why he left it out, he says this. He says, um, it's really more of a scene than a song. It's the only scene in our show, and I think its impact at its fullest is, um, wait, hold on. He says this. It's really more of a scene than a song, the only scene in our show, and I think its impact is at its fullest in production form. And two, as someone who grew up only listening to cast albums, because we didn't have enough money for Broadway shows like most people, those withheld moments were revelations to me when I actually finally experienced them on stage years later. Hamilton is sung through, and I wanted to have at least one revelation in store for you. I stand by this decision, and I think the album is better for it. And yeah, I do think that's really cool that he, like, left something in there for you to enjoy when you like actually saw it with your own eyes that's really cool because like his death doesn't actually get addressed in in the album until the very end Mm -hmm. and he's like lawrence leads the soldiers chorus yeah but also this scene is always like it always brings me back to um the speculation Mm -hmm. that um hamilton and lawrence were like secret lovers yeah that's because that's i don't know cool. there's like little hints to it here and there but when he says like look like um what is it say? The pants, lawrence i the like hot, you a lot i yeah. think your pants look hot 
right I think your pants look hot yeah that's i remember i heard about that too from that song i don't remember what art what article it was but i remember reading that i was like oh yeah your pants look hot um but yeah the world will never know yeah the who lives who dies who tells, tells your story, story. <laughs> and after that there uh so lawrence dies tomorrow there will be more of us and then he alexander hamilton co-authors of federalist papers and is selected as secretary of treasury by newly elected president washington Eliza begs Hamilton to say Angelica moves to London with her new husband. And then that's nonstop. I think it's really cool that nonstop is like that song before act two. Mm-hmm. I just think like defy gravity, like the song that's bef- um, before it's act two. like the cliffhanger. Type yeah. Thing. yeah. And like, I keep knocking this up, but like the mixture of all the songs, there's a word for it. It's like, it starts with the core or something, but, um, cause he does this a lot. Like he mixes like different songs into one, like parts oh, of yeah. like helpless and all these like you'll never be satisfied well, into like, i stuff. think it's a pretty common um thing for musicals like there's an yeah. underlying score that kind of comes in and out yeah throughout that's what i love thing. about musicals and i think like compared to all the other musicals i listen to this one ha- is mostly i think this is more prominent mm-hmm. in how they do that and yeah. it just sounds just like the use of music yeah is like so well done yeah Okay, so we get to Act 2, and I think the perfect way to introduce Act 2 is Divi Diggs as Thomas Jefferson, and, like, he's in his purple outfit, and he's just strutting all over. And his curls are yeah. bouncing. I love it, because he has his ponytail in the first one, and then the second one is his mm-hmm. hair, and he looks beautiful. And what I miss, and I think that one's so fun, and it's cool to just hear him, like, seeing, like, he's a vocalist, too. Yeah. And so, like, because he yeah, also he really good. He's yeah. just multi-talented, and he's a great actor. Uh, <laughs> and he's handsome hot he's very handsome he's beautiful um, maybe he'll listen to this one day i pray um so yeah so he I comes hit her up on instagram <laughs> abby sue i would marry him in a heartbeat i don't care that he's 38 uh but yeah this song is super cool and yeah. one thing that i caught was um when he finally arrives and he's like washington already wants me he says like sally via lamb and it, that's talking about like sally hemmings like the the slave that he had oh, the affairs yeah. with which is yeah i I was like i was like well because that's like a huge topic of conversation right now like Mm. there are a lot of of black people who have the last name jefferson and it's because of her Mm. and there's like this there's this kind of like speculation like did he really love her or was like raping her and stuff like that and it's just like messy but but it was interesting to have her like name be in this yeah which is cool i feel like it was so quick because i didn't even hear it yeah that's that's crazy okay so we are okay so jefferson so 19 sorry in 1789 jefferson and hamilton debate the the latter's financial proposals at a cabinet meeting washington pulls hamilton aside and tells him to figure out a compromise to win over congress and then that's cabinet battle number one the best i love i love the cabinet battles they're so fun they're really cool i like how it kind of just takes you out for a second like into like I don't know, like, because obviously it's all one story, it's cohesive, but I feel like the, the battles, like, are kind of like a, like, you wake up again, kind of just, like, mm-hmm. you're seeing, like, the intensity, and it's, they're just super fun. I don't yeah. know. I really and like it also them. draws another parallel between, like, hip-hop and just, like, politics and mm-hmm. stuff, like, people having to, like, use their minds and their words to, like, argue and, to, like, like, it's a, a rap battle mixed with, like, a cabinet meeting, yeah. which is really cool. That's really cool. And they get the job, they get, they come to a standing i guess at the end yeah Yeah. um next uh, eliza and her family along with angelica back from london london travel upstate during the summer while hamilton stays home to work on the compromise and that's take a break 
and um hamilton begins an affair with maria reynolds making him vulnerable to her husband's her husband's blackmail say no to this okay watching this i was like oh my gosh this is on disney plus i know when he like it touches was, her boot yeah it was really intense and i wasn't expecting it and i was like oh my god i know i had to watch with my parents last night it was kind of <laughs> awkward yeah but you know what i always i always think of this every time i listen to it in take a break they're like begging him like dude you've been working so long like take a yeah. break and at the beginning of say no to this he's saying like you never seen a bastard orphan more in need of a break. And yeah, like, it's just like he, like, dude, you had your chance yeah. to get out of this. That's why know. he's like, you can't feel, you can't feel bad for him because he like made that decision and yeah. he could have been with his family, and yeah. So men are trash. Uh, <laughs> so after the the fair, he, so he gets blackmailed, mm-hmm. and um, so Hamilton, Jefferson, and James Madison create a compromise of 1790 over private dinner, exchanging Hamilton's financial plan for pacing the country's permanent capital on the, is that Potomac River? Potomac. Potomac. See, I don't know history. Potomac. <laughs> I don't know. I only know that because I lived in D.C. for a year. <laughs> and Burr is envious of Hamilton's sway in the government and wishes he had similar power. So the rumor it happened. You, you feel really bad for Burr. I was feeling, yeah, I, I, I felt like, I obviously listened to all the music, but seeing him, I know, just, like, you, like, you so empathize bad. so much more. I felt so like, bad this guy, her. like, is just missing every shot because Hamilton's not giving any up. Yeah. And, and it just sucks for him. Yeah. I started feeling really bad for him. Like, oh, like, this sucks. Like, he he's just, like, always so close. And, yeah, it's, like, hard to... Like, and it's really hard to, like, him. paint him as a villain. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's how history has painted him yeah because the whole time he's just like trying as hard as yeah. hamilton and he's like just as like he's very smart he's very accomplished mm-hmm. and um and just yeah. feel i just feel really bad from the whole time um okay so after and this that, is in the, the room where it happens right yeah the this room is also this is a, this is um the best one of the best songs that mm-hmm. lin-manuel said he had written in his life Ooh. and he again was super sorry that he gave it to, to oh, burr yeah yeah i don't think hamilton has like what, like the better songs it's for yeah, sure just like like burgess gets all the good ones. yeah he gets all of them but yeah it's super super cool to like um in the like watching it like mm-hmm. you see them kind of go through like their um version of what happened in yeah. the room where it yeah. happened but like nobody really knows but like madison's version versus jefferson's version versus um hamilton's version yeah. and it's kind of like all played out a little bit more um obviously like on stage um but it's super cool yeah. to watch them do that that was really cool um yeah i agree so burr switches political parties and defeats um philip schuyler making hamilton out a rival and then schuyler defeated in another cabinet meeting jefferson and hamilton argue over whether the united states should assist france in its conflict with britain president washington ultimately agrees with hamilton's argument um for remaining neutral so the cabinet battle number two in the wake of this, Jefferson, Madison, and Burr decide to join forces and find a way to discredit Hamilton in Washington's eye. Um, eye. So Washington on your side. Washington decides to retire from presidency and Hamilton assists in writing the farewell address. Okay, one last time. Christopher Jackson, that voice. I Oh my yeah, gosh, I cried. He's incredible. The way he I, I yeah, I think he's one of the best singers. He's crazy good. He's so good. And seeing it live when he 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 sang it in front of the Obamas him singing it it was really good that was so cool too oh my gosh yeah that whole i remember when i was like getting into my hamilton hole like that those were the first videos i saw just seeing them sing it but yeah that's he did a great job yeah Yeah. 
it's really and in the in the in the film in hamill film Mm -hmm. like you just see the emotion on his face and that's something you do miss when you're just like listening to it Mm -hmm. um but just like his entire presence is so like mournful that he doesn't get to continue this role that he loves yeah but also like excited to give it to the next person and have them have the opportunity to lead I don't know it's great yeah I know Washington wasn't perfect but like but Christopher um, Jackson Jackson does like a really great job like I don't know painting him as this amazing like yeah leader Mm mm-hmm um, a flabbergasted King George receives a word that George Washington yeah, <laughs> stepped down and he'll be replaced by Paris signa- signatory John Adams. I know him. That's that song. Love that. Yeah. That was, that's the one where he, he like brings his chair yeah. and he's, he's like, Haha, you're going to fail at yeah, this job. He's just like sitting there and watching everyone. That was really funny. That was so good. John Adams becomes the second president and fires Hamilton, who pub- publishes an inflammatory critique of the new president as a response. So, so that's the Adams admi- administration. Do you ever think, though, like how, I don't know how relevant it is to politics now, like, like, there are people from this administration who are getting fired and, mm-hmm. like, writing exposés and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Parallels. Spill the tea. Um, in the face of accusations and speculation of government funds by Jefferson, Madison, and Burr, and out of fear that his affair with Maria Reynolds will be used against him in his political career, we know Hamilton chooses to publicize um, his affair. So that's Hurricane. But uh, that's, like, crazy, right? Yeah, that's why it was, like, and I was asking him when we were watching it, I was, like, why did he like why did he just like tell everyone like i don't know it was really interesting i just i don't really know yeah. much about like what happened yeah and so like in the reynolds pamphlet like like that was just like interesting like you released that to the whole world but like you said you said when we we're talking about it like either way like his career was going to go yeah, down kind of lose lose he was already like i don't know he was losing support from people after he um I don't know, just came at um, President Adams so hard. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it was like either be perceived as a adulterer mm-hmm. or as like a traitor of the government. And like he kind of just decided like which one would be worse. Yeah. Yeah. And like we were watching, we were watching um, Drunk History just now before we started recording and people were advising him like, hey, maybe don't do mm-hmm. that. Like there could be a third option he's like no i'm just gonna do it yeah and another thing that like i learned that reynolds pamphlet was 97 pages long oh like how do you why are you gonna write about your affair for 97, 97 pages, pages is the- like all i had to say was like i didn't steal from the government i had an affair yeah i regret it but yeah this guy in his pen he just can't i know he literally couldn't like he didn't need to write everything but he did um but yeah so yeah. that damages his relationship with eliza um so yeah that's like i just felt for eliza yeah oh i my just gosh. this whole time men are trash yeah literally <laughs> like uh, so eliza in a heartbroken retaliation burns all the letters that um hamilton wrote here so this is where burn yeah and this is, is really true like mm-hmm. there are there's little evidence mm-hmm. um of their relationship wow. just because she was like in a fury she was like there's not gonna be any anything that will paint you in a good light you oh, know well. not for me at least yeah and it's um she said so it's interesting how she says like i'm taking myself out of the narrative and mm-hmm. then at the end she's like i'm rewriting myself back into like this narrative with yeah. you well because that's all she wanted when she was like saying when she's saying um 
could it be enough? Mm-hmm. Like, she just wanted to be a part of the story that he was writing. Yeah. And she, um, like... But then yeah. he messed up and yeah. she's like no you know what i don't want to be a part of this yeah story. i just yeah eliza mcqueen um so she she burns all the letters and erases trying to erase herself from like this history and then philip instructed by hamilton challenges um george is it Aker? Aker yeah. to a Eker. duel Eker into a duel and is critically injured so blow us all away and dies and stay alive um the reprise which so, is he's so sad it is i started that's when i started crying and like i never yeah. i didn't stop crying until the end of the musical because it was <laughs> it just, so it just, sad the like, floodgates lifted like and he just... like hitting him when when uh, when eliza comes to like his deathbed and they start doing their little song and like how yeah. and like she keeps that's going so when sad. he stops and she just when she screams and the, the heartbeat in the background yeah oh, that's so good too. it was really yeah but I'm, also like even with blow them all away like that's ex- that ties back to um Dear Theodosia, mm-hmm. Theodosia, mm-hmm. Um, when they're saying, like, you're going to blow the entire world away. Yeah. But also, what kind of advice is that to, like, oh, you're going to your first duel. Don't try to defend yourself. Just shoot, like, up. I don't know. I feel like if that was my sign, I'd be like, um, let's talk to them. I will talk to their parents for you, and it's we'll get like, this taken care of. So unnecessary. Like, you don't need to do – like, I'm just, like, you don't have to do that in the first place. Yeah. Like, that's so annoying. But also, like – like um there was a lot of evidence against um the guy eaker is mm-hmm. that his name and how he was just like a malicious dude who literally like um philip hamilton had his gun in the air like the mm-hmm. entire time and like refused to shoot and then like they were literally standing there for like seconds after they counted to 10 and neither of them were shooting and then um the other guy just shot him oh wow that's awful that's what i heard i really hope there aren't any like fact checkers <laughs> listening yeah, and they're that's like the thing. um actually i learned this thing no 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 that's like every time i i do this because i don't i don't have a fact checker yet and i will get one eventually because it's hard to do it all by yourself it is it's but a lot of work. um but yeah that that was just like that like scream at the end too when yeah. eliza like she's just so heartbroken and like and that's not in the that's not in the album yeah so it's like i think that's like so necessary and like it, you need that honestly she's my main character it's yeah. hamilton is is referring to eliza. eliza hamilton yes yeah so that happens and then they have um so because of like the loss and like the tragedy uh eliza and alexander kind of have a reconciliation and so that's it's quiet uptown and mm. that one gets like you can just like the way she forgives him and yeah. you just see it in her eyes and like the movements is like that's so telling um also the change of um costume and stuff too is really yeah i don't know for some reason that got me like when she had like the, the black, black thing on and her, i was yeah. just like extra extra sad yeah and also i don't know i just i think it's also really symbolic that angelica sings the most of that song mm-hmm. yeah i forgot about that because like she's she's like weirdly really involved in their relationship yeah but she's, at this point like she's she's not really there but like she's singing it with them and for them yeah i don't know yeah that was like yeah she's like and she starts the song and then she like kind of ends it like she's there like she's like she's like yeah. telling that story which is really cool um okay so after that hamilton's endorsement of jefferson and the presidential election of 1800 results in further animosity between hamilton and burr so that's when the election of 1800 that song and then um so burr challenges hamilton into a duel v- via an exchange of letters oh you're these letters are servant. so so steamy they're really? just like 
I haven't. They're like, just like so pissed at each other. There's, I just hate like they just. Yeah. They're just like a needed why rivalry. Why, I mean, sometimes rivalry is like good, but this is just like years it's unnecessary. Yeah. It's so like, and they're both like so petty and yeah. just why don't you guys just work together? Yeah. Acknowledge that you're both important and and like learn from each other. You could both be know. alive and helping. Like you're, you, they're both so like accomplished and stuff so like they you put their minds together like it didn't need to be one or the other so um so hamilton writes his last letter in a rush while eliza tells him to go back to bed so best of wives and best of women Mm -hmm. um so burr and hamilton travel to new jersey for a duel were you gonna say something sorry oh yeah so best of wives and best of women um in that scene he's like writing right Mm -hmm. and and she walks up to him and he's like i just need to write something down yeah um the what he's writing is like a a letter to Eliza mm. telling her what he's gonna do. Oh. Like I'm gonna go and I'm you know, I'm not gonna fire I'm not gonna shoot her. Like I'm just gonna do what I told my son to do mm. and raise my gun into the air. Um and he writes that and I just think it's really cool that that like th- there's a nod to him doing that in the musical. Mm-hmm. But also like I don't know. I feel like it's so sneaky. Like either way, he comes out as the winner. Like if he, if he doesn't shoot and Burr doesn't shoot, like he's he's still a good guy. He didn't shoot mm-hmm. his friend. Yeah. Um. But if he does die, like he never intended to hurt his. So it's like kind of like he comes out on top either way. Yeah. And that's definitely what did happen. Like Alexander Burr did not come back from that, mm-hmm. and Alexander Hamilton is like revered as this great leader. Yeah. But yeah. But honestly, like, he could have written that letter and then, and then shot Bird and come back and, like, just tear up the letter. Mm-hmm. Like, that could have been his, like, yeah, his safe, his safeguard. That's true. His reputation. I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like, I keep saying it, but it didn't need to happen. <laughs> so, during the duel, both Burr and Hamilton fire at each other after 10 paces while ha- Hamilton intention- intentionally misses. Um, so, he's, so, throwing away his shot. Hamilton dies as a result with Eliza Angelica at his side. Um, Burr laments that even though he survived, he is cursed with being remembered as a villain who killed Hamilton. So the world was wide enough. So that's like, yeah, I think that was like hearing him at the end, like saying, like what I kept repeating. And that song is so beautiful too. Yeah, it's really good. And just him saying, like, I don't know, it, it ties back to um, wait for it. And it's just like, I don't know, it all kind of ties together. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's great, though. Yeah. And just knowing that, like, the world is wide enough and big enough for both of them to be alive and mm-hmm. input into, like, their world and, like, pride and anger and jealousy, like, got in the way. Just so stupid. Um, yeah. So the musical closes closes with the reflection of on historical memory showing how Liza kept Hamilton's legacy alive. So who lives, who dies, and tells your story. And so I was online, like, yesterday trying to... I just, because it kept, like, showing up. Obviously, Hamilton's trending everywhere. Mm-hmm. And seeing how, um, so, when Eliza, like, gasps at the end. Yeah. And, like, she, when, so, Lin-Manuel, like, holds her hand and, like, kind of just walks away slowly. Mm-hmm. So, I've been, like, reading things saying that people are saying that that's, like, because she's, like, who, like, I'm, I'm going to tell your story. And then Lin-Manuel, like, holding her hand and then, like, letting her go. That's, like, Lin-Manuel showing Eliza that, like, I told this your story. Yeah, like, 
Aww. I told your story and she's realizing that like seeing like audience like kind of breaking the fourth wall and just like seeing like oh like my story was told yeah and Aww. so that was really cool to read because yeah I didn't I was kind of confused at the end like was she like did she guess because like, she like see heaven yeah. yeah and so multiple like people are saying like no that like Lin-Manuel when he like grabs your hand and then like kind of shows her is, so that's not Hamilton that's like no, that's him. Lin-Manuel showing like this is like I told your story and like what happened yeah you know look at all these people who are here to hear yeah about it and so that was really cool to like see like oh like Eliza's like yeah. the story was told like that she wanted to be told and so that's super, super cool. emotional like that whole ending scene I was like sobbing yeah <laughs> it's really good um but yeah I think I was gonna say something else, but I forgot. Um, I don't know when they list like all this stuff that Eliza Hamilton did. Mm-hmm. It's super cool. Like she, she did so much that like still has ripple effects into today's yeah. culture and stuff like that. Like I even read somewhere. So I don't know. Maybe fact check this. <laughs> you should do like a little like thing at the end where it's like actually da, 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 Julia said this and it wasn't true, but whatever. <laughs> um, but. Um, Eliza Hamilton actually was a part of an organization that opened the first music school mm. in Washington Heights. Oh. In the Heights. In the Heights. And that's where Lin-Manuel's Lin yeah. fir- like, first breakout musical took yeah. place, um, which is super cool. That's really cool. Yeah. It's and full also, circle, like, kind of. The Washington Monument. Like, she did a lot of, like, yeah. really big things. Um, and actually, a lot of the... Um, proceeds from Hamilton the musical went to um, the orphanage that Eliza Hamilton um, founded. Oh, really? Yeah, which is really cool. Oh, that's cool. I also saw something um, something else that she... I'm trying to find it. Let me see. Oh, another thing. Um, Trinity Church in New York is where... Um, all the Hamiltons from this musical are, like, buried. Oh. And I remember when I first went there, um, obviously, El- um, Angelica died before Eliza did. Mm-hmm. So Angelica's the one that's buried, like, Close next to Hamilton. To Hamilton. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and I remember, like, going there. I was like, oh, like, Eliza must be their daughter. Oh. Because <laughs> I was like, I was like, uh, it was um, Alexander and Angelica Hamilton and then Philip. And then he had other kids, too. And they must be buried there as well. I just don't yeah. remember. So but it's super cool. It's like right on Wall Street. And like he created Wall Street basically from the ground up. Yeah. Um, and that's like where his final resting place is. It's super cool. Yeah. I can't find it, but it's okay. Uh, but yeah, she did a lot for like after Hamilton died, like she just did a lot for the United States. Yeah. And so yeah i thought it was also interesting that like i didn't know that they had more kids but like how feel like it's it's insinuated that they have like they have like another like a daughter i don't know but that's a lot but like that's just like crazy that they didn't talk about it at all yeah well i mean like too much to talk about but i was like oh i could kind of get it that they had a lot of kids but they'll focus on philip for a brief sec well yeah that's like the story yeah okay um i wanted to like talk about real quick because i know that i saw that a lot of people were well, like a very small amount of people were like talking about like oh like hamilton's like celebrating like these founding fathers and like just glorifying them but i but then i i don't that's i don't believe that i kind of feel like that's just i feel like lin-manuel intentionally like created this like play in this story to like 
make it diverse and yeah and like they i don't know there isn't like a mutual exclusivity thing about it where it's like this can be a great piece of art and um that features like amazing talented black and and brown people from everywhere across the globe and like they are they are um i don't know they're doing this everywhere um but also like that this can exist as a good thing and and like what the founding fathers stood for and like what they did with their with their words and actions that were oppressive and hateful like that can also exist like obviously we don't want that to do this but like there isn't a as there isn't anything that's mutually exclusive about that like we can enjoy this and like still understand that that the founding fathers weren't perfect and like they they did things that like need to be condemned yeah that's what yeah that's something i wanted to touch on because like obviously like hamilton's very popular it's always been popular especially right now because of disney plus but understanding like um that like the founding fathers and basically you know the history of america it was like pretty not good but seeing hamilton and like this musical as like an art form Mm-hmm. And celebrating, like, what Lin-Manuel did as, like, creating this, as, like, this as a space for um, people of color, like, to to tell this story. But, like, there's, like, a few quotes I want to put in here. Uh, sorry, this is kind of a mess. Um, so, he says, like, we're telling a story of old dead white men, but we're using actors of color and that makes the story more immediate and more accessible to a contemporary audience. Our cast looks America now. Uh, our cast looks like America looks now and it's certainly intentional it's a way of pulling you into the story and allowing you to leave whatever cultural baggage you have at the founding fathers of the founding fathers at the door mm-hmm. so it's like you can appreciate this as an art form but also like you don't you like not agree and like not yeah. like just because you like this doesn't mean that like you're advocating for everything for that, like what they america stood for. Yeah, yeah like you can i think i believe you can separate the two mm-hmm. i don't think that's the case for like everything yeah like with like the art versus the artist like that's like that's such a hard topic <laughs> to just talk separate. about but i think like as like how intentional it was to create hamilton as like mm-hmm. like just like like a pillar of diversity in creating this musical and just mm-hmm. to yeah. appreciate that and just see how like how rare that is in like Broadway or in Hollywood to like that Lin-Manuel intentionally did this is like something you can like celebrate I feel yeah and we should yeah and like um a lot of the lessons that are in in this play I think we can take to heart and like actually apply Mm -hmm. them today um like all this stuff about like who lives who dies who tells your story like what is the imprint that you're gonna leave on America like what is what are your what is your legacy going to be? Do you want to be remembered as someone who impacted society in a beneficial way? Or yeah. do you want to be someone who's remembered as a villain mm-hmm. who said hurtful things, did hurtful things, demeaned women and people of color? And just yeah. like what you do has, has, a, I don't know, it has such a ripple effect on what the future becomes. Yeah. So I think like that's also a big thing that we need to take into heart right now. Yeah. Um, as like a last quote um renee elise goldsberry who plays angelica, angelica. she said this um so hmm, i'm trying to find it hamilton is a story about america and the most beautiful thing about it is it is told by such a diverse cast with such diverse styles of music um, that we have the opportunity to reclaim a history that some of us don't necessarily think is our our own mm-hmm. and so which is that's just like really cool i think that's kind of like like the yeah. the main like 
takeaway yeah it's just how they like how we can all appreciate it as an like the art form and how diverse and like how beautiful this whole production is yeah and just yeah like, and we can i don't know like it doesn't end here with this musical and yeah. this and this playwright like like artists of color any you know like anybody can mm-hmm. make something that features people mm-hmm. real people now yeah you know so i don't know yeah it's super cool i think hamilton is great and if you haven't watched it i think you should it's very entertaining and you'll probably fall in love with davy Diggs like i did um but <laughs> yeah I, I love him forever but yeah so that is it that's the episode uh any last thoughts julia or last things you want to say you don't have to i don't know what no i don't know it's totally up to you like would you recommend this to someone who like doesn't like musicals um yeah mm-hmm. especially like you know like i feel like this might be a little bit of a generalization but boys and men like don't really like musicals mm-hmm. but like That's this true. has this has guns and hip-hop and yeah. you know it's i don't know it's um it's a new type of storytelling and i think it's like interesting just to take part in it and and enjoy it yeah because like there's nothing else really like that out there there isn't and like the mixture of genres too yeah definitely cool i agree okay well that is it thanks for being on here thanks for (laughs) asking me yeah thanks for joining everybody yeah hope you like it give abby's playlist playlist give abby's podcast 10 stars 10 stars um and donate to her patreon when it when i make it <laughs> yes. yeah thank you guys so much for listening i hope you enjoyed this episode and i guess you'll hear us on the next one eventually okay bye-bye <laughs> <laughs>